over here. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to click the buttons, Blue. Where are you going? Oh, okay. He got away. He got away. It's all good. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, you can see hey, 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 hey. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You should see behind the scenes, guys. Welcome <laughs> aboard to another Thursday, another Blue Experience. We had a special guest, and just like that, he was gone. There oh, my is. word. There, there he is he in is. the background right there. What's going on, people? It's XP. It's Blue Games. Welcome aboard to a Thursday, another exciting episode of the Blue Experience. We're trying to get this guest on here, but he's, like, refusing at this point. He's getting <laughs> He does he not want to stay it today. He does not no. want to have it. He does not want to have it for the camera. Right. It's so cute. Bro. Look at that. Oh man, bro, you're so cute. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Blue, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. What's going on, yes. brother? What's going on, my friends? Oh. Uh, oh, man. Welcome back to the Blue Experience, and we are here with the original Blue. Okay, mm -hmm. you can go now. You there go. you go. You can go. Yep. Go sit down somewhere. That was our I special know. guest today, but he uh, he ditched on us. So it's just us, man. <laughs> Stage fright. Man, he doesn't want to deal with what's about to come today, man. That's what it is. He doesn't want to face the music. His first name is Micro and his last name is Soft. <laughs> no. Yes, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Guys, we have an episode for you today. Oh, yeah. We figure it's about time we did this. It's the one-year anniversary. One year and some months, maybe? One year and I'm not even sure exactly. To Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 dropping on us. I remember it clear as yesterday when they dropped the first intro trailer. Oh, yeah. And we were like, oh, my word. What is about to go down in the Flight Sim community? And here we are here one we year are. later. So I we have to do this recap and see where we are. I remember just a bit quick flashback, and I'm curious of you mm -hmm. know, what, how you felt and people in the community, how they felt. But I remember coming, I was actually in the hotel, the final night of the hotel at Flight Sim Expo in Orlando in 2019. And the, as Flight Sim Expo was, was winding down, the uh, E3 conference, I think it was the E3 conference, was just kicking off. And on the first day, I believe, Microsoft Flight Simulator... And the Microsoft team of Sobo announced that first, first trailer. Oh, man. I <laughs> I remember freaking the heck out, man. It was uh, it was nuts, man. And I remember making a reaction video to it, stuff like that, and, you know, and so on. And uh, But, yeah, so now leading up to a, a whole year and some, and some probably a month or so uh, after the release, <laughs> you know, uh, of it actually coming out, which actually makes it two years ago. Because two years ago was when we first discovered it was going to happen. And we started getting excited and the hype started to build up. But then a year ago, we actually got our hands on it on the PC version. And so now a year from that time and two years from the original look of it, it's like, man, uh, did, are we disappointed? Are we uh, are we satisfied? You know, I'm being, I know the answers to a lot of these questions already, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of what today's episode's about is what is Microsoft Flight Simulator today? How are we feeling about it today? How are we feeling about the future of it? And how are we feeling about what we've gotten in the last three hundred and sixty five plus days? Yep. Absolutely, man. I remember being awestruck at the cinematic of it with the birds flying. Oh man. Uh, with the air airplane over the water. And I was like, 
no way they're going to be able to do this. This is they can't deliver on this. Are you kidding me? And here we are to discuss it and see what we actually got based on what we've seen. I know some of you guys have memories of this stuff. So, you know, Mama Shark says it's one year and two months. I remember because Gia was trying to stream at the hospital right after I gave birth. <laughs> I remember that. It's I, true. I remember that. Yeah, it is true. He's trying to download it. My Mama Shark's in the hospital giving birth to Air Force Two. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's true, man. But <clears throat> there's a lot to talk about, you know, and I, I'm kind of breaking it down into some lists that we're going to go over some stuff today to see where we are because it's so much, you know, it's so much behind the scenes of what Microsoft is doing. There's so much that they're releasing. There's so much that they want to accomplish. And I have some thoughts about that. And as far as, because what I'm discovering with Microsoft just in general is that with Microsoft Flight Sim, in general is that I believe that us streamers, streaming airliners in the airline category is a small niche compared to the other folks that they're trying to target as well or are targeting more than us, hmm. if you know what I mean. And you'll see when we start laying off some of the things that they have come out with since, and you can you determine where, where they have targeted the stuff to. But let's jump on the first one, though. Uh, performance. I remember when it came out, I had my 1070 at the time, yep. 1070 Ti, and I'm going, man, you know, compared to what we had previously, this thing is going to be a hog as far as graphics is concerned. And sure enough, when it dropped, man, my PC was like screaming and crying like, bro, please. You know, I literally, I, I first I tried ultra. That didn't work. Oh, I boy. tried high. That didn't work. Oh, and then boy. I tried medium. And I settled on medium, but with still stutters. That's when it just dropped. <laughs> what about you? What, I, how did you? Again, kind of just flashing back in my head to when it first was, you know, not only first released, uh, but when it was just first announced, all that kind of, I mean, I, I, thankfully I had the opportunity to be in the alpha when that happened. Uh, but I remember for me on my machine, it worked pretty good, right? It, I was, I kind of knew the limitations kind of like with X-Plane. I'm not going to talk too much about X-Plane today, but just in the flight me, I kind of know my expectations and my limitations. So like areas that I can't fly in, you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to fly a 747 in the JFK on my system because I know it comes in 50 FPS, 15 FPS, right? Uh, and so, but that's how it was when it first came out. But, you know, it was just kind of like chugging along. I got a lot of feedback from people in the community saying that they could not handle it. Like their system couldn't manage it. Like some people could actually run X-Plane 11 better and they could run Microsoft Flight Simulator, which was actually surprising to me because I thought that with Microsoft Flight Simulator coming out, that it was going to basically be the answer to all of our problems, right? That was kind of the picture, not that they were particularly trying to paint for us, but I guess the expectation that the community kind of had of Microsoft Flight Simulator. We had our disappointments, our hurdles. We were trying to jump over for our current flight sims like P3D and X-Plane. And we were hoping that when Microsoft came out, that it would kind of fix all those things. And performance was a big thing. We were like, all right, well, this is going to come out on a console at some point in the future too. And in order to work on a console, it's going to have to be optimized really well. Right. So I'm thinking my first thought was like, man, this is going to run like amazing on my system. But again, I still had some of the same limitations. I wasn't running very high frames. I think I was running on like medium or high on my 1080 Ti, which is pretty good. But still, some people just weren't able to handle it. But right now, since Sim Update 5, um, I know I doubled my FPS, you know, so uh, over a year later, now they've come out with the actual console release and uh, the update that really boosts our performance. Doubled my FPS on Sim Update 5. Sim Update 6 just came out. Haven't personally got a chance to run it yet, but I'm hearing so far 
Uh, I'm curious to know if you got a chance to test it, but I'm hearing so far that it also didn't double, wasn't as dramatic as Sim Update 5, but it did actually help on performance a little bit. Yeah, I have to say plus one in the Microsoft Flight Sim column for definitely boosting performance. Yeah. Uh, you could see it from the first time it came out where it was like a slideshow for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was able to tune in a little bit, you know, with my 1070 Ti graphics card and get it usable where I was able to do some flights and be satisfied enough with it. Not 100% satisfied, but, you know, I'm like this. I see what they're giving me visually, and I know that's got to cost something. It's got to oh, cost yeah. either CPU or GPU, right? And it did. And so I was like, okay, but they, uh, they, they did, when they dropped 5, that was the dramatic increase we saw in 5. You know, Now, there was controversy over it because people are saying that the graphics didn't look as good anymore like when they just dropped it. It's almost like they were like, you know what? We showed you this promo trailer. We better make sure it looks like this when the game comes out, regardless if it's going to stutter or not. And maybe only 20% of you guys are going to be able to actually get this particular performance on it, you know, with a beasting PC. Yeah. Now, fast forward, how many people updated their PC just because of Microsoft Flight Sim? Because I know I did. And, but the performance is there, even on a, on a medium-end PC, and maybe not, it doesn't look as good, but I gotta, I gotta give them kudos plus one in their column for that man. Absolutely, I have to. I will Definitely. say that when that update came out, some update five, you actually called it. You're the first person that I heard call it out, uh, saying that you thought and believed that they actually lowered the resolution of the ground textures and a lot of the textures in the game in order to get that that boost. And we later on found out that that was actually true. Um, which was crazy. I was like, how, why would they lower the quality of things? And, and this was controversial because Xbox was also coming out at that same time. Like, how are you going to take, you know, I mean, yeah, we have complaints about the sim and the performance, but how are you going to take our sim, right, that, that you've given us, you've been working on, mainly for people who have high-end machines. Uh, but And then when console comes out, you dumb it down. Give us better frames, making us think we're happy, but then we're not getting the best quality. <laughs> Right, so it was like, what's going on here? And so I think, uh, obviously, the, the, the community freaking yelled out loud, like, yo, this is not cool. Mainly the people, again, who have the $5,000 PCs. You know, people yep. who had the, the lower end, they're like, oh, I don't see a difference. <laughs> like me, I was like, what? I, I don't see a difference. It looks the same to me. Uh, but people who were trying to run, you know, the, the Mac settings, things like that, they saw a dramatic difference. And I will say, shortly after that, there was a hot fix, I believe, that did actually fix that, or at least adjusted um, to give yeah. the ability to actually change it to however high or low quality you want it to be. Yeah, true. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely give him a plus for that. Uh, yeah. A year later, the performance is definitely better, and the visuals are good enough to convince me that this thing looks freaking amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not gonna nitpick and look at every single pixel on the ground or something like that. There's still some things going on, you know, um, with the graphics, but I'll give it that it's plausible to me. Like it's still the best looking sim with better performance. So, absolutely, absolutely, would happy with that, man. So I give I give Microsoft kudos one year later for that. One hundred. Uh, but definitely, but and there's a big but because I did upgrade my computer, you know, because I want to take advantage of all that goodness that it has to give. <laughs> but the next thing we got to talk about though is stability. Yeah. And for a flight simmer, one of the biggest frustrations we have is loading up a plane, putting in the FMS, planning your flight, talking to ATC, and boom, crash the desktop. Mm. Have they improved on stability since day one? Is it different? Is it the same? Is it worse? Is it better? 
What are your thoughts on that, man? What are your thoughts on that stability of this thing? Stability was a nightmare <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, I was personally surprised how horrible it was. Uh, I think that, yeah, I give it a plus there again for today. I think stability is a lot better. There are still some crashes to desktop here and there. Personally, I think uh, crash to desktop versus successful flights for me is like probably a, I don't know, two out of 10 loads maybe something like that um right. which is pretty un infrequent versus back a year ago i was probably getting maybe four out of ten loads if like maybe even five i wouldn't say half the time but pretty close um so i think they definitely improved in that area uh today and i hope with again i have personally not had a chance to run sim update six i have updated but i haven't run a lot of testing in it so i don't know how that's going uh, but kind of in the same area of stability that we're talking about is the updates themselves while they have been pretty frequent which I'm very thankful for uh, I know a few things the community don't like and one of those is the fact that it forces you to update uh, again kind of referring back to explain how whenever there's an update whether it's a beta or actual official update they don't force you to update it's like hey if you want to stay on this version from 2016 that's fine it's letting you know you know some things might not work out because everybody's working on the newer version but if that's stable for you you can work with that same with like the zebo it's like hey i don't want to update the zebo yet because i don't believe i don't know how stable that newest version is so uh but with microsoft whenever the update comes out you have to update and i, I think a lot of people don't like that uh about it and then also the update process has been a complete nightmare i'm not sure if that fits in stability or not but i feel like it does um the fact that whenever you have to update, whenever you're forced to update, it's such a hassle. If you have horrible internet like me, it takes you all day, for one, to update. Uh, if you make any mistake here or there, you might have to completely delete and reinstall your whole sim. Uh, or you may get crashes. You never know. You have to delete all your community folder. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a hassle. Uh, and so on that form of stability, I think it's definitely still like a minus, like way down uh on the rating scale for me as far as stability but when it comes to in-game stability and just that not talking about the updates upgrades and things like that i think they've made a huge leap uh for making it much better today versus last year and and this is this is a funny subject on the stability because even just looking in chat right now it's 50 50 for some people some people have zero issues with crash to desktop yeah and some people are like, bro, it's been crashing since day one. So, you know, I guess over millions of computers, different installs, different setups, whatever is causing it, I can tell you that I have had a smooth run where there's no crashes after I figure some stuff out. And then all of a sudden, even with my new PC now, I load up on a five-mile final, boom, crash. Oh, man. Three flights now I've done it. I've resorted to doing um i've been practicing my landings just because i want to see what's causing the crash removing stuff out of the community folder mm. removing everything out of it loading up on a 10 mile final and i can recreate the crashes and then it doesn't do it again and then another time i'll try again it does it again yeah. i mean um we have a, a developer in chat felipe says uh take this um he says uh my take on this is a develop as a developer Stability still needs to be improved by a lot. The developer tools crashes all the time while Oof. you're trying to work on the flight model. Didn't even know that. Uh, Felipe, good comment, man. Thank good you. comment. 
So it, I think the, the crashing thing is 50-50. Now, if we could narrow it down to say, hey, it's the community folder and all the add-ons you're running or the lack of add-ons or your graphics is turned up too high or too low, it would be nice, but it's just unpredictable. Yeah, you know, I, I still also- haven't done a successful... I still haven't done a successful flight yet with my new PC with wow. Microsoft Flight. So that's crazy because yeah. you got a freaking yeah. NASA computer now. And <laughs> I'm like, man, you yeah. must be just, you know, loving flying through those clouds on your PC now. Oh, so the man. fact that you have such an amazing machine and you upgrade your machine, not, you know, just for flight sim. And right. for you be getting that, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be happening. Well, it's funny because I got love. I, the handoff got laughed at me. My wife laughed at me. She goes, "Yeah, you're talking so nicely about Microsoft. You're raving at, at two flights, bro." I was raving like, "Oh my god!" Because I gotta tell you, and this is something that you know, my experience at Microsoft Flight Sim is that the minute you get the right graphics card and the right computer, you have a whole different sim experience. Oh yeah, and it's smooth and running. And that's what happened on my two flights. And then all of a sudden, five mile final, boom, done. You know, so if there was some kind of crash log you could look at for the game itself, yes. like other games have, it would be nice. It would help you to determine what on your install is causing the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that would be nice it's to have. We need that so but, bad because there's so many times that, like you said, you do it through a whole flight and you're about to land into a new scenery, old scenery, default scenery, whatever, and it just crashes. And you don't have any idea why that happened and being able to at least know hey this scenery made you know made your sim crash just knowing that will be so helpful to be able to uninstall it maybe even contact the developer say hey i'm trying to fly into your scenery it crashes every time or whatever and speaking of other developers which huge shout out to him for uh giving us that developer perspective because i mean we're talking just as a you know first party player whatever you call it <laughs> i don't know uh but for developers i can't imagine how much they go through and they've gone through in the last year you know dealing with the sdk and stuff like that like think about how many third-party add-ons continue continually get broken during these sim updates and world updates and things like that like that's why somebody in my chat was saying they gave up on flying and using all the third-party add-ons because every time an update comes out it completely breaks it it's like imagine flying your favorite plane or your favorite add-on. You love this plane so much. Like the people, all the people who are loving the CRJ, right? Sim update five comes out, breaks it. The plane is unflyable for like three months, right? Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> and then this takes me back to your point about the mandatory updates. Yeah, I call my yeah. wife. I'm like, hey, listen, Microsoft dropped an update. Can you update it for me? She goes, yeah, okay. She goes, it says mandatory. You can't choose not to. I'm going no. You can't. So, you know, what we would do in all the Sims is like basically say, okay, update comes out. There's some people who want it right away. Yeah. That used to be me too. I want it now. Mm. And some guys are like, no, let me hold off and give it a couple of days for it to be out so other people can beta test the update for me. <laughs> you know, uh, add-on makers can come and change and fix whatever they need to fix, then I'll grab it because I already have a good install. And especially for a streamer like yourself, Blue. You're a streamer, and you're relying on these simulators to work for you when you yes. want. And having an update a day before your stream can be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And you don't have the ability to say, man, you know what? I'll, I'll hold off until after my stream tomorrow. I'll have the whole week, and I'll iron out some stuff. So that's, that's kind of tough, man. So in that column, for me personally, it's been like 50-50, honestly. You know? But you're saying on your end, you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, you mean, good to go as far as stability. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, the for most me, part. right now, for the most part, I 
yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good. It's very rare that I do get a crash. Installing, like upgrading, updating, that's where it's a nightmare for me even to this day. I had a really bad experience this year where I had to completely delete and completely start over and reinstall Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mentioned earlier how my internet is not the fastest, even though somehow I stream with it. I don't get it. Um, but my internet is not the fastest. And when I had to completely right. reinstall Microsoft Flight Simulator, if anybody in the chat has, if you ever, if you feel my pain, give me a face palm in chat, please. Uh, but I had to completely reinstall it. And it took, what, do you remember what I told you? How long? It took like, like legit 20 something hours. Like yep. my computer was literally downloading Microsoft Flight Simulator. This was not including the world update stuff. Um, and so anyway, right, right. Yeah, it was just it was a nightmare. So I mean, like somebody was saying in the chat, it would be better if you could just hit one button, update, and it's just that simple. You know, you don't have to go to a separate application for Microsoft, update it yes. there, and then go update the actual game. But if you if you don't do it in the right order, then somehow you screw up the whole thing and you got to completely uninstall and reinstall it. Like that is what happened yeah. with me. Yeah, I, I completely agree, man. Having to, I had to install an Xbox app, yeah. start the app, close the app to get my download to work. But yep. you know what? They're improving, but that's where we are so far. But, but again, the next thing I well, before you go there go ahead, again yeah. to, to kind of wrap up the stability part of what we want to talk about was it is better though now than it was a year ago. I know we were kind of talking about some of the headaches we've had, right. but. A year right, ago, right. it was much worse. I mean, people couldn't even get the download page to pop up. That's how bad it was. I remember on re <laughs> remember release day, release day, Microsoft. Yep. Oh my God, let's not think. You you got you know it was <laughs> it had to be the worst game release day ever. Like literally, people couldn't get in. Like the servers were down. It. I mean, for I'm, I mean, I was very thankful and amazed at fact that how much Microsoft Flight Simulator was able to reach. You know, how many people were right. playing and trying to download it? Like that was amazing to me. But the fact that they broke the internet that day, like I think YouTube went down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, like it just basically broke the internet when Microsoft Flight Simulator came out. But again, today I think things are way, way, way better. <laughs> yeah, it's getting it's getting there, man. Definitely. But you know, it's funny though. Um, just Microsoft Flight Simulator on a whole, and this is I've been one of my rants, and I still hold fast to it. Um, on the subject of who is it for right now, mm. uh, we haven't even gotten to the Xbox users yet versus nope. PC users. I think Microsoft Flight Simulator, as of right now, is for GA flyers and GA planes. If you're a two-bliner, you know the feeling right now. Because over the last year, if I can compare how many GA planes Microsoft personally has brought out plus the community, we're talking about a hundred percent more than than for for payware um um uh, ifr planes i mean how many ga planes do you know of right now even with this new sim update six and some other things that they're going to be bringing up first of all microsoft is bringing up um what uh, a racing series for the reno air races and that's going to bring like 40 new ga planes right that's crazy. uh oh yeah it's you actually know, like three out. planes and 40 liveries. Like the way they worded it was like, yeah, come on. They're not giving us 40 planes. Come on. <laughs> right. You know, and they're also coming out with a Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year edition. Yep. You understand? With, with, with just more stuff. But compare that to the, the IRFR side of things. I mean, CRJ. 
you know, know and <laughs> many in the pipeline. Let me, let me, many let me, in the pipeline. Let, let me, me chime that. in on this. So, like, I and I actually like it when it's happened. I actually disagree with you a little bit. Ah. So, yeah, yeah, ah. <laughs> I actually disagree with you a little bit on this. So, most people say it's a GA sim, it's a, it's a game. Um, and I, I understand why you believe that, why you think that, why you think it's only G, uh, GA, VFR, not IFR. Um, and the reason why you say that most likely is because right now, as we're speaking, there's more fun to be had GA than there is IFR, right? Right. But here's my thing. I think the reason we think that is because the potential of IFR has not been reached yet. Like, this, uh, like saying that the sim was made for GA, and I get it because it's beautiful, it's visual, you can fly there, you can do VFR, all that stuff. There's more of GA planes. Why is there more GA planes? Because it's easier to make a GA plane than to make True. a IFR plane. Even the IFR GA planes have not been made yet, really. Like, there's a few GA planes with a tiny bit of IFR functionality, you know, in the GNS and basically, but mainly the default stuff. Um, but we have the G1000 mod that's come out now by Working Title that's made it a lot better, giving the GA planes the IFR capability. We just need similar thing for IFR which Flyby-Wire has been giving us on one plane, right? Because they have the expertise, right. they have the team, they've been ha getting the resources and the backing to do that one plane. We haven't been getting that in other places. Now, to kind of wind up my topic is the PMDG 737, uh, the Quality Wing 787, all these big planes, these IFR airliner tube liners that everybody wants. The reason we don't have them yet is because of the SDK. The SDK from release has supported GA planes in more basic, simple functionality, right? Not the complex stuff that we all want. And as the SDK evolves, which it has been, it's still probably not all the way there. Again, I'm not personally a developer. If you're a developer in chat, please give us more insight on this. Uh, but I believe the reason why, and we keep seeing in, in the developer posts is that, hey, the SDK basically can't keep up with the developer. Right, like the developer has all these things they want to do with their plane and functionality they want to happen, whether it be within the flight model, the terrain radar, whatever that thing may be. And the SDK from Microsoft has not been to the standard that they need to make that plane do the thing they wanted to do. Now, the reason I say I don't think this is a VFR sim, I think that Microsoft fully intends to make this semi-FR, but it's going to take somebody to complete an aircraft to make it seem like it's an IFR sim. You get what I'm trying to say? No, I, I fully understand. I think it probably comes down to expectations that were set, maybe yeah. in my head, yeah. right? Because when we when we saw the preview, we saw the, all the GA planes were like, oh man, this is pretty. And then we saw an A320. Yeah. And we saw a 747. And yeah. we saw a 787. We we're like, yes. I'm spending the top dollar, I'm getting all of this right here from the jump. <laughs> Only to realize that a year later, we literally fly none of those three planes in the in the actual default state, yeah. At all, it's almost like there's no joy in flying it. And yeah, if that's coming for a from a hardcore IFR person who who wants the A320 mod, who wants the heavy division mod, who wants the salty seven simulation because it just puts more into the plane. It's almost like a GA plane is easier to make. You're absolutely right, and you could just jump in and fly. But when you're looking at a, a big tube liner, you don't want to jump in and fly. I mean, some people do. Well, let's you think want about to have this that too. complexity. 
Think you know? about this too, X-Plane, for specifically X-Plane, I don't know much about P3, but specifically X-Plane, what is the ratio of GA planes to IFR planes in X-Plane? Good think question. Think about that. I think there's, mm, I think there's more GA planes. Also Way well. more GA planes. They like we all know the the ten big planes, right? That we all like flying on X plane to pay where and all that stuff. But right. if you think there's like fifty, a hundred, like GA, they're not all amazing, but they're all like you know, there's there's a lot. And they're still even coming out to this day. Sirius, King Airs, Cessnas of all types and brands, right? On if you go into X plane that st uh, store, whatever, there's tons. Of GA planes, you go to the airliner page. There's like one page full, right? And that's kind of like what Microsoft. I feel like once it gets to that point where airliners can actually live in the environment, it's gonna be similar. We're gonna have like ten, you know, hopefully at least, <laughs> you know, ten quality here's, airliners, and then like a million GA planes. Here's a here's a, a, a philosophical question: Do you think for the flight simming community? There are more GA users than airliner users, or is it the opposite? What do you think? I'm actually going to even put a poll in chat for that. For the flight sim community, here's I don't my think question. it'd be fair, honestly, in but your it, chat to put because everybody's going to vote true, airliner because, because your channel is all well, about you airliners. Know. <laughs> you know, you know, but um, you know, but but I'm just curious to know as for the ecosystem on a whole, you know, are, I feel like there are just more GA. G um, people out there, I really do. Even though we have um, all this, um, you know, airliner uh, streams and people come in and they love it, but is it um, is it is it more GA stuff? You know, I don't know. You know, I'll be honest you with think? you, I don't do know you either. I, I mm -hmm. many times I feel like when it comes to the flight sim community, not including the real world aviation community, I feel like yes, airliners are have a slight edge, right? Because it's kind of like the thing that you want to fly but most likely won't ever get a chance to fly it's it's more unreachable therefore more people want to watch it more people want to see it more people want to try it uh and more people want to simulate it uh so i personally think that G, uh, not ga um what do you call it? airliners it's a little bit higher than than ga but i don't think it's like a blowout i think it's more like maybe 60 40 right that's what i think um in favor of airliners that's that's what i believe Interesting. I mean, uh, I, I guess it's probably the same for all platforms then. But I just because okay, this is the reason why I'm saying this, right? If that's the case, and there, you, you you have people who want to fly airliners more, why wouldn't Microsoft make sure or come out with? It's easy to come out with GA stuff. Put it that way. You got to get your product out. You want it out, but. Make a concerted effort to say, you know what? I want to make it easier for IFR developers to come in and drop their stuff in here. You know what? Or easier, you know? I don't know. I That's think, my question. I think you just answered the question right there. I think the reason why, right. and I've seen a few people in the chat saying they think that it's because Subwell just doesn't care or Microsoft just doesn't care. Um, I personally, again, I'm not like trying to back Microsoft, but I just don't agree. Like, I right. feel like they do care. I just yeah. think that they don't know how, and it's hard. Right. Like the average person, the average developer, it doesn't matter how much you know about aviation. You don't know the ins and outs of these airliners. Right. This is stuff that you can only ever learn if you go into get a, a rating right for a triple seven or a seven three. Right. And a typical person at a Sobo or Microsoft is not going to know that. So I'm sure they're trying to figure out like PMDG, for example, who is this an expert on Boeing aircraft? And they know everything there is to know about all the little systems, how to do this, how to do that. Well, I can imagine a soap, them come, coming up to a solo like, hey, I need um, the, this to do that and equal that. 
And they're like, well, what's that? You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, we know a lot of their team went and got, like, private pilot license to kind of more understand how to make certain things in the sim, but they're not Boeing pilots. None of them are Boeing pilots. None of them are Airbus pilots. They don't really, yeah, they got a partnership with Airbus to drop the Airbus as default, but they don't really know that plane. And so I feel right. like one of the reasons why, again, GA has been so concentrated is because for one, they understand it better. Uh, it's a smaller scale of flight model and, and avionics and things like that. But when it comes to airliners, there's so many little intricacies within the systems, within the flight model, within the way things work on services and, and whatnot, that it's just, it's just more difficult. And I feel like the reason why we have more GA planes, again, is because I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not ever going to say it's easy to make. I can't make a plane for, for the save my life uh, on any sim. Uh, but I think that it's just less difficult to make a GA plane at the current state of the sim than it is to make a airliner. If not, we would have had the PMDG 737 last year. If not, we would have had all these IFR planes last year. Now we're waiting to 2022. So here's a voice in chat, Mr. Tutone Murphy. Tutone, what's going on, man? Uh -oh. Welcome to the stream. He, he says, I think GA is better suited to attract new sim pilots and then they might go for the commercial stuff. With Microsoft FlySim, it should be able to offer folks three to four high-fidelity airliners within the next six months. I am hoping so, too, Turn. I'm actually hoping that within the next um, three to four months, man, we get those airliners to calm people like me down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, was actually, you know, I got true. somebody in chat yeah. actually saying that, uh, yeah. that uh, GA is actually more demanding than flying airliners. And uh, as a pilot, it's actually more demanding to fly GA than to fly like IFR when an airliner. Do you do you agree? Right. Do you, I I feel like well, um, I don't what do you think? I think the workload I, I was saying to somebody earlier, I think the workload between GA and IFR is like this. GA, you literally jump in, you do a few things and you get started and you take off and you go. But then you're you're basically hand flying it the entire time. And do navigation if you're not using any kind of GPS stuff. With airliner, once you program up everything properly and you take off, hit the autopilot button, you could literally read chat the entire time and not pay attention to the airplane, and it will fly you six hours. Yep. So I think the workload is different at different phases of flight. You understand? Yep. Uh, real world-wise, GA was very demanding on me when I did my introductory flight because there's so much going on. I didn't mm -hmm. have an autopilot. You know what I mean? It, 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 I don't know. So I think just the workload is, is in different places. And I think maybe not GA versus IFR, but VFR versus IFR. Just in my right. little bit of virtual experience of flying VFR, like on Pilot Edge mm. specifically, I've always felt that when I fly IFR on Pilot Edge, it's like it's a breeze. As long as you get those altitude restrictions right, you're good. <laughs> uh, but when you're right. flying VFR, you got to watch out for airspaces because you're not IFR, you're not, or you're not getting flight following, and you just you got to watch out for airspaces. If you are flying into an airspace, you got to make sure you're right distance away that you can contact tower or approach or whatever. So it's a lot more I feel like to do as a single pilot. When you're flying uh, VFR with a GA plane versus if you're flying IFR in any plane, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're kind of getting off subject there. But, yeah, I just think, and kind of going back, backtracking to the original thing you were asking about was, do I think that Microsoft Flight Simulator is a VFR sim today? Yes, maybe. But I feel like they have full intention on making this a sim that you can simulate IFR. It's just that it has not progressed far enough yet. Here's a question. Are they making it a sim for IFR or are the developers making a sim for IFR? I think, <laughs> I, I think developers 
are making it a sim for IFR. But also, in order to do that, they have to push Microsoft to make it work for people, for them. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You know, absolutely. Look, the reason why I'm, I'm going on about Microsoft the way I am passionately is because it is a future sim. It's got all the ingredients right now when you look at it from feel, sitting in it and so forth, to be that. We just want to push it along and get there already kind of thing. And I mean, are we there yet? You know what I'm saying? We want to jump in and be able to fly. And I just felt like, if anything I was supposed to say is that perhaps, I don't know, I, I don't program, but perhaps if they had gotten an SDK earlier or drop with the sim that was actually good. Bring some people and say, hey man, we're making a simulator. The GA stuff is going to be good to go, but we need some IRFR help for airliners. What do we need to make a proper SDK? Keep some, you know, I don't know how when that process started for them. Yeah, I think I, they started. It's been late. a year. I think they started too late. Exactly. I think that yeah. you know they were all bragging about, hey, we're going to work with the developers. We're going to work with the community. The first red flag for me was the fact that they were not represented at Flight Sim Expo 2019. That was the first right. red flag for me. Um, well, not red, maybe like a yellow. <laughs> just like, come on, man. Like, this is the community you're making a sim for, yet you're not at our event, our biggest event of the year. And again, yet in this year, they didn't come again. Um, but kind of like, I was maybe a little salty about that. Let me let that go. But right. <laughs> but, but I think they started too late. Uh, I know they were like, all right, developers, contact us. We can help you, and we can develop the SDK. And again, when the sim came out by default, GA was, was much better. The IFR stuff was just trash. I mean, they're, they're, again, today we were not flying any of those planes uh, because even after all these updates, it's just not to our standard, right? Like, yeah, they've tried to fix the autopilot yeah. and, the, and the oscillations of the nose and all kind of things like that, but it's just not to our standard of a plane we want to fly in our flight sim. Even people who are brand new to flight sim who don't even know what they're missing are like, this is better. Yep. Yep. It's true. You know, if I was supposed to just jump in the simulator now and pick it up with an Xbox and have all these uh, Cessnas and um, all these GA planes to fly around, I'd be like, what, what are you guys talking about? This stuff is good already. Look how pretty it is. I see my house, you know? <laughs> but because you're more seasoned in it and you want the complexity, that's that's probably the only reason why I'm going on and on about that. But speaking of IRNR, IFR planes, man, uh, it's been a year. Yeah. We have only one IFR plane out. How many more planes are we expecting? Uh, hopefully within the next few months. What are we looking at? Now, list wise. Let me correct you. One airliner out. Yeah, that's true. If you one can fly I, all the GA IFR planes plane. yes. IFR. That's going to <laughs> true. Somebody true, in chat should be like, what does he mean, IFR plane? Cessna's an IFR airliner, plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, one oh, is it one? Is it just one? Well the CRJ. Yeah. The CRJ. Yeah, we have one like airliner ish. Plane that came out from Aerosoft, and the next one that coming out was a mm -hmm. twin otter for some reason. Um, no one why they right. decided to do that, but we're gonna leave that alone. Um, yeah, man. I mean, here's the thing. Bef I think it was before Microsoft came out. PMDG was like, "Yeah, we got stuff coming. Quality wings early on. Yeah, we got stuff coming." And they really hyped us up, making us think we're gonna get something in the year 2020. This was last year. Um, right. You know, even GSX, the freaking ground handling thing which I was really looking forward to. I was like, man, when I got into the sim and saw how trash the ground handling was, uh, I was like, we definitely need these guys. And they have been just silent on the radio since then. I haven't heard nothing from those guys. Um, but yeah, 
We need it. Yeah, That's the thing. Go yeah, ahead. V1 Sim here says, Amen, Blue. I said that at the very beginning, and people roasted the heck out of me for it. Why the heck not have one or two people at the expo? That's what V1 says. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's true. <laughs> it, it, ab absolutely true, man. Absolutely true. That would have paid homage to you, show some respect, and just say, hey, don't worry. We got you. We're, we're seeing what's going on here. The thing that and bothered so, me, what, and I'm going to let it go for now for this episode, is the fact that they were a week before in the United States at Reno Air Races. Right. In Nevada, I think, in Nevada, so, which is not very Now far. we know why. <laughs> now we know why they're at Reno Air Races, because they are releasing Reno Air Race. Yeah. So As an add-on package, that's going to cost anywhere between $20 and $40. I thought it was 60 40 extra airplanes are 20 and 60 There's like a small package, and there's two packages. You can get one or two. I was listening to it today, talking about it. You know, uh, a couple of comments in chat, you know, they were saying uh, Microsoft needs to communicate with developers like PMDG about SIM updates because if Microsoft won't add all the pair of airlines will stay broken because I know PMDG was developing. Yeah. They had the major update, set them back a little bit. Yeah. But I think they overcome it already. Same you thing know, happened with I Phoenix. There you go. Even though we Same haven't got a chance Phoenix. to touch these planes, these planes are already being broken <laughs> behind the scenes while being developed, which is right. crazy. <laughs> Right. So do we need to, I mean, look, when all the simulators update, they do break planes too. So yeah. we got to be fair. Yeah. Not just Microsoft that does that. But considering that we have, you know, we, we need to get these major planes out because we like them. At what level do you go? You know what? We're not touching the stuff that's already working. Or if we're going to do it, let's at least give it out to the developers, the big developers that are coming out. Let them get a hold of it first, you know, to see what changes are. Yeah. You know, I, I know all the simulators do that. It would be nice. It, it would be nice to show, but you know, I was just saying before we have the uh, PMDG seven three. Seen pictures of it. Beautiful yeah, plane. Beautiful plane. Phoenix A three twenty. Beautiful plane. There's another developer making a two twenty, which I saw an engine shot off, which is I, great. Uh, yeah, I saw that. You know, we saw that one. Uh, what else do we have on the horizon for uh, it? Seven eight seven from Quality Wings. Do we know that for a fact? Did they we make know, a statement? Have we seen did pictures they, of yeah, it? They did post. I don't know if they posted pictures. I don't remember. I remember making mm -hmm. a video about it. I don't remember how much details I had. But I know that they did make a statement saying they were working on it um, for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Right. I got you. I got you. Um, Felipe, who's a developer, says documentation on the SDK still lacks a lot. The overall flight sim development is used to self-learning and trial and error. Problem is that it takes time to do that. So that's why these planes are so delayed coming out because you're you're making it as you go, or you know, making it up as you go along, or learning the stuff, which is crazy, man. But look, uh, the future is bright. I think. You know, on that aspect, you know, I, I will rant and rave about what should have been or could have been, but I think the future is bright. And uh, the future is bright because the airplane um, add on makers are having issues. But have you seen the scenery developers? Mm. How are they doing? In the scenery your developers have, there's been a few. There's been probably, I would say personally, and this is no offense to all the rest of the scenery developers because there's a ton of you out there. Um, but right. I feel like as far as game-changing people who are really pushing the limitations of the sim, there's like five mm -hmm. of them. Um, I'm talking about using all the things that Microsoft has to offer. I can't honestly think off the top of my head right now. Like I'm talking about people walking around in the terminal, uh, animations that you haven't seen before. Um, I mean, just next-level 3D modeling, things like that, uh, and features that they've really been taking uh, advantage of the new Microsoft 
possibilities, right? We don't really know what all they can do. I know that I've personally tried to dip into making some scenery just for fun, um, not payware, but it's like some free stuff. And coming from X-Plane, a huge, huge learning curve uh, for developers to figure out. It's It ain't no joke in that SDK, man. I <laughs> It ain't no joke back there. So I have a lot of respect for people who are making scenery right now for Microsoft, but there's so much of it and it's coming out every day, every week we're getting new scenery and it looks great. Um, the problem for me right now is just my wallet. I can't afford to buy them all. Um, and I honestly thought before Microsoft came out, I was like, all right, well, we're going to have like this amazing scenery and these handcrafted airports to Microsoft is dropping. Uh, but I'm not, I wasn't really expecting to buy a whole lot of scenery, like, like Orbix True Earth, stuff like that. And somehow Orbix made a return and brought True Earth back. <laughs> like I was like I didn't think I was gonna need you anymore. Um, so it's cool because people scenery, scenery developers are filling the gaps in the scenery that are there. There's a lot of cities that don't have that beautiful photogenic, not photogenic, but uh, the whatever you call it, you know, the photogrammetry, photogrammetry, and people are going in and, and either replacing it or making their own mm -hmm. 3D buildings uh, for free and for pay. Uh, so I think scenery developers are killing it right now, uh, despite the limitations, and it doesn't seem like these updates are breaking airport scenery like they're breaking aircraft uh, uh payware or a freeware aircraft um during these updates so so far i mean for me i'm just amazed by what i've seen possible oh yeah and i'm, I'm actually happy that the sceneries are on average cheaper than all the other sims yeah you know they're you know the same scenery in one sim can cost 30 dollars and cost 15.99 in the in, in the microsoft light sim you know, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that maybe because of just scaling and you're getting much more sales from that as a developer, you're able to price it less. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I love the fact that these sceneries are, I know your wallet is going to burn, but more affordable than what you get in an X-Plane. Because I see an X-Plane seeming like $35, like, yeah. whoa. I got to figure out how many times I'm going to fly to this airport for me to get my $35 back. <laughs> yeah. Am I going to go there once? You know, yeah. or or do I need to just book like ten flights there just to make you know to feel like I've got my money's worth? So I'll say right now it's a hard life for a flight simmer because especially if you're running multiple sims, you're buying scenery twice now. Um, like yes. you're like, all right, well I yes. don't know what's like. You're half committed to you're buying new planes on X plane, you're buying new aircraft and add-ons and scenery on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now you're paying double what you're paying a year ago, where you're just like you're already like I don't know if I'm gonna pay twenty five dollars scenery this year you're like i don't know if i want to pay 50 dollars for both versions of scenery <laughs> you know what i mean because you know you want to fly into the airport in microsoft flight simulator but then a new plane comes out and you're like all right now i want to fly in there and x plane i found myself having the exact same i'm not sure about you. i know you play both i don't know if you had this issue yet but mm -hmm. i've personally been like ah, do i really want to buy this a second time yeah it's true i i think i get confused now to say what didn't i own that already yes oh yeah you did own it it's not in microsoft <laughs> She owned it in X-Plane, bro. You know, absolutely. You know, uh, so <laughs> what I also love about the sceneries from Microsoft, there's a couple of apps. I mean, a lot of people buy it directly from Microsoft itself. I don't. I buy my sceneries from um, the different uh, vendors, but there's an app called Contrails that yes, I've been using. love it. And it has about six or seven or eight developers in it, and it's just basically automatic updates and automatic downloads into your community folder it's so beautiful to have you know yeah uh, with explain you gotta drag it from here to there you gotta have all the libraries to go along with it bro 
Yeah, I so, this 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 stream is not sponsored at all by Contrail, but I want to say you need to get Contrail if you're playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. I wish Contrail had X plane scenery on it. Honestly, yeah, man, uh, the way they is if you have the Orbix uh, direct downloader thing, it's very similar to that. Um, but they kind of promote more developers more. You know, Orbix is just now bringing in partners and stuff like that, which is cool. It has the whole right. the map on there. Uh, but Contra is a very similar idea, but I feel like it takes it to like the next step, right? It has like almost all the developers you probably used to seeing for scenery. And you could, again, like you said, even if you bought it on a different website, it would be like, all right, have you bought this before? All right, just put it in your activation code. We'll add it to our system. You don't re-download it. You just have it in your system. So now, whenever that thing updates, because, you know, most of us don't keep up with scenery updates. I know I don't. They're like, oh, I'm like, what? Yep. Atlanta updated again? Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, Contra will tell you, hey, this is updated. Would you like to update it? And boom, it updates. It drops it right into your community folder. You have to go searching for it. Look, it's just super convenient. So again, again not an advertisement. I don't know those people. I just, I know I've tried it out and I love it personally. Yeah, I absolutely love that, man. Because, you know, when I got the new computer and start loading up everything again, it, I found it so much easier to load up in Microsoft with all the scenes that I had before versus X-Plane. I'm like all over the place, download one by one, drag it and dropping, make sure I have this, make sure I have that. Double folders, just, man, it's been a mess. I haven't even done half the stuff I used to have before. So, oh, yeah. But, you know. Another one I but love. That's a, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, another one I no, like is uh, flightsim.to, which is oh yeah, oh my god, it's like the best thing ever created for flight simming. Like, I, I, can't, it, I mean, that it's, is it's, a repository, man. Yeah, bro, it started out as just like a place to download stuff, and then they came out with the whole map feature. We could see a map of all the scenery of the whole world. Click on it, goes right to the link, and you can download it. Uh, and then now really? it has a mod manager where you can go and check and just click on updated or mod need updating click on that and you can oh, see a whole list that shows all your planes or sceneries that's been updated and you can update them like it's just man <laughs> i'm bringing that up now i didn't know about did you not know manager. that no here it is hold on <laughs> did you not know that <laughs> wow yes no bro. way man game changer Absolutely. bro freaking game changer look at this i'm scrolling through <laughs> right now so i think manager. I uh -huh. think, because a lot of, a big issue with Xbox, we haven't talked much about Xbox or console today, but a big issue right. with Xbox is the fact that there is zero, not even 0 0.1, but like zero mod support. It might even be negative, <laughs> but right. it's like zero mod support at all, um, which is a big letdown for people who are playing on Xbox, because they're seeing our streams. We're flying with these really cool liveries on our planes. We're downloading free scenery and, and free mods for driving Mercedes around airports and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, freaking Jetpack Man and stuff like that. And they can't get that on, uh, on Xbox unless it's in the marketplace. And the only thing that's in the marketplace right now is payware stuff, right? Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's a f it used to be one freeware, which was um, uh, the Fly by Wire, but they've taken that A320, down. So. yeah. But yep. so the reason I bring it up is because if they could somehow like bring Flight Sims TO into the marketplace, right, and support Moz on all systems that, I mean, I don't know if that's possible. Maybe I'm dreaming too big. I say it a lot of times because I do dream too big, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> um, but still, seriously, like, if you could bring in Flight Sims TO into Microsoft natively, that would be the gateway we need that people have been asking for. Right. 
Absolutely. I agree. But talk about gateways and talk about sceneries and stuff. Let me ask you this question. Is it me or for all these sceneries, there's at least three times as much sceneries done for Europe than for the United States? Yes. <laughs> Why is that? Yes. From chat. Chat. I want to know. I got. I think most of my audience is in, is in the U.S. I have a lot of some European audience as well and Australian stuff. But I, I want to know. Europe is asleep right now, so it might not get much representation Why, over there. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that there's so much more European sceneries than USA sceneries? Is it because there's more countries in Europe? And everybody from those individual countries want their sceneries. And the U.S. is just one country with different states. But I'm searching for, other than Miami, JFK, Denver, and L.A., I can't think of any other U.S. scenery that's like, well, there's Fort Lauderdale, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I somehow feel like I need more sceneries in, in, um, in, in, in the U.S. Now, of course, there's San Diego, but it's a handful. Yeah, as as a, a person who lives in the U.S. and obviously you would like to see more U.S. scenery, there is definitely a lack of U.S. scenery, uh, and that's from freeware, payware, and even the sceneries that Microsoft has been coming out with. Like Microsoft has been releasing sceneries. They they just announced that in the Gold Edition, I think is what you call it, the Gold Edition is coming out uh, in November, that they're dropping like five new sceneries in Europe again. Like, it's like half of them are like Germany. I'm like, why? Uh, if, if you're gonna yeah. drop more handcrafted scenery that's free for us, like, at least give us some scenery that's like, you know, in places of the world that don't have it already, right? Because Europe is so overpopulated, and this is the reason why I personally believe. I really want to know what people think in uh, in the chat too. But I think, and actually, I know, I'm very confident that I know the reason why there's more scenery in Europe is because the flight sim community worldwide is bigger in Europe. That's what my chat's saying. My chat is saying the exact same thing. There, there's just more developers in Europe, yeah. more simmers in Europe. Yeah, yeah. That's, the majority that's, is in that, Europe. Right. So it's not just me, you know. Uh, shout out to Vertical Sim. Hopefully we we're going to have him on here soon. Uh, he's doing a lot of little US sceneries that we wouldn't get if it wasn't for him in Microsoft. And that's a good thing. But yeah, man. Um, so guys, here you go. If you're in chat, you're watching the stream later on. If you want to get into a business that make you some 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 cash, get into developing seniors for the for the for the, for the USA, man. And somebody in chat says there's no seniors for Canada, period. Ooh. Canada has no 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 pay with no pay with scenery. Is that oh true? My God. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. you know, yeah. So at least we got a few, but Canada's got nothing, man. Wow. Not for Microsoft Flight Sim. Wow. So if anybody in here with skills in the chat, you want to make some money. Seriously. There you go. There is a Get huge gap game. in the you market know. right now that we're pointing out. And if you're watching this show, you're getting the end right now. We need Canada scenery. Just just hit all the major airports. I think there is one for yep. Vancouver. I believe there is a, a scenery for Vancouver. Uh, but wow. outside of that, that's probably it. That's Vancouver, um, right. right. Uh, probably hit Toronto. I don't think there's a Toronto one. Uh, that's one of the big ones. Montreal, that's a big one. Um, and then for the U.S., there is a Chicago. There is a LAX. There is a JFK. Um, but though, I think JFK and LAX are part of the actual base game. So I believe those have already been kind of taken. But they're not horrible. But obviously, it could always be better. Um, but yeah, yeah, just start looking around the U.S. and Canada and North America as a whole, and even Brazil. You guys don't realize this, but Brazil has a huge flight sim following that has been untapped. Um, yeah, I, I found it. 
not to say I'm tapping into it. I'm just saying I, I recognize it when doing a... Uh, hey, you want to... There you are. Uh, I recognize it back when I was doing a mobile flight simming because it's just they kind of match up, right? European is, right. is most popular, obviously. Um, and then there's like Brazil where it's like a ton of people, but not a lot of like developers over there. Um, obviously, the U.S. and, and in Canada. But yeah, just take advantage of that developers on the scenery side. I'm telling you, if you drop uh, a Charlotte, if you drop a uh, DFW, a uh, Houston, a uh, what else we got that's big in the U.S.? Uh, Las Vegas already came out, which is a great scenery by um, by Tampa, um, Reno. Look, I, per- <laughs> I personally will, will buy almost every scenery in the United States just yeah, to be able same. to fly. <laughs> you know, if you notice, I'm going to the same destinations over and over again in Microsoft. You know what I mean? You know, uh, Latin VFR has Fort Lauderdale. Latin VFR has San Diego. Latin VFR has San Juan. Latin VFR has Puerto. Puerto Plata, I want to say, in, in the Dominican Republic. So there's some Caribbean scenery. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, ju- we just need more, man. We just need more in the U.S., man, this this part of it. Australia's got uh, quite a few, too. For yeah, Sydney, honestly, I feel like Australia is better represented. Represent, Australia is better yeah. represented than Canada <laughs> uh, and true, Mexico man. put together and probably even right. better represented than the U.S., to be honest with you. Because they, yep. they got all yeah. the good. They got Sydney, Perth, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane, all these places, man. Yep. Uh, Tyler says Nimbus is supposed to be working on Charlotte, um, Dulles, and JFK. Oh, so, that'd be nice. You know, it, it, I guess it's just taking longer. You know, I don't know if there's bigger airports here or whatever. It's just taking forever. That's my thing. I, I think, there's it's a again, it's just not as many um, American developers as there are European. And a lot, what happens is, like, Latin VFR, I don't know where they're from, but they're probably not from the U.S. Um, but a lot of the people who are making U.S. scenery are not from here. Right. They're like they're European. They recognize the fact that there's no scenery for all these major places in the U.S. Like, hey, let me take advantage of that. Maybe I know somebody who could take some reference photos for me. (laughs) You know, maybe I got flight benefits and I could fly down there somehow. You know, they they, they just take advantage of it. I'm not saying that if you're European, you shouldn't do it Um, because I believe you do a good job as well. But I just, you know, I feel like if you if that's like your home (laughs) airport and you really love that city, you're not just making an airport for the fact that, you know, you're going to make some money on it. You're going to put a little bit more love on it. Yeah, I'm waiting for Boston, man. Boston, Boston. We need places. Boston so bad. Because Boston, Boston yeah. is a major place I fly to an X-plane. And when you do multi-SIM flying and you're like part of a virtual airline, for example, and maybe you want to fly in on X-plane and fly out on Microsoft, but you got great scenery on X-plane, you got crappy scenery on Microsoft, <laughs> you're like, well, dang, now I got to go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it's right. Right. Need Boston bad. Whoever sure. drops Boston is going to make bank. Uh, somebody said Flight Being Student has um, IAD, uh, Phoenix, and Denver. Phoenix. I have Denver and I have. I don't have Phoenix. They have a really? Phoenix? Is there a Phoenix? I, I have take Denver. A look at that. that would be nice. I have Denver. Yep. IAD yep. is amazing. Honestly, that's one of my favorite scenery. DCA from Jazwiki is freaking really good, too. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah. we Yeah. Lightbeam Studios. I mean, let me do some go. I gotta do some buying after the stream is over, man. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I did not know there was a. Phoenix. You know, did I did not know that either. So yeah. you know, uh, lack of scenery is even the same for train sims as weapons faction. Yeah, weapons don't faction. Don't get me started on, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on that true, one. It's not the place. But oh, yes, man. I agree with you, Weapon Factory. Right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, let's let's address this. You brought it up earlier. Xbox, Microsoft Flight Sim, one year later. How long did Xbox drop now? About what? Four months ago? 
Yeah, something like that. Three months ago. Uh, any kind of reverberations from Xbox dropping on us here, PC people, that you can think of? Anything at all? Honestly, the X, a whole Xbox thing has quieted down a lot since it released. It came out with Sim Update 5. I uh, was super hype about it. People got it on Xbox. But my question is, anybody in chat, do you have an Xbox Series X or S? Download Microsoft Flight Simulator and found yourself going back to PC. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing for my chat. Um, any Xbox users in here who also has a PC? Because at one point, I thought that, you know, I'd describe an Xbox and see, you know, uh, for 500 bucks. Uh, is that what an Xbox costs? Because I'm not even sure anymore. Uh, you know, you like just that. play, play <laughs> around. Any, any Xbox users in chat who use Microsoft Flight Sim that prefer it over the PC because of simplicity of use or anything like that? You know what yeah. I mean? I would love to know. I would, even, I, would I mean, to think about hardware. We are. still have not yet got that hardware. Uh, I mean, I know it's only been a few months after the Xbox release, but, I mean, we know we heard of Velocity 1 from Turtle Beach, which, again, uh, if you didn't know, I don't know if anything's changed since Flight Sim Expo. They told me in person saying that they want to have it out before the holidays. So we right. should be very close <laughs> to that if you want to get the Turtle Beach one. Uh, but Honeycomb has also responded with a Xbox-compatible version, which I don't know if that's out or when it comes out. And obviously Thrustmaster is coming out right. with a uh, a uh, Xbox compatible uh, device as well too. So it's going to be definitely interesting for Xbox users in the coming months uh, being able to get their hands on some actual equipment that they can use for Xbox. And I'm wondering if that's going to make any difference. You know, is is the mods a, a, a make or break for me personally? Mods would have been a break for me if I didn't have a PC, right? Sorry, if I did have a PC, which I do. Um, if I did have a PC, probably to this day months after that release i would still be playing it personally i know that oh power set basically said it sucks power set mr triple seven what's going on sir <laughs> mr triple seven x is in the chat but he said it sucks he goes yeah it's basic you you get nothing yeah. like we're used to flightsim.to as you mentioned earlier with xbox you just get ga planes and you're good to go have yeah. a nice day you know what i mean nothing wrong with ga planes don't get me wrong but you don't have the options to upgrade i was just curious to see you know um, what it is, because it's a, it's an entryway to get it, as Tuton Murphy said earlier, it's an entryway to get into the simulator, yeah. then decide, hey, you know what? I need a better experience. I need to get the experience that these guys have here. Let me go over to a PC and, and get it done. Uh, I have Xbox Series X played on my 70-inch 4K TV. Hmm. Now, that's a good reason to have an Xbox. Played on your big <laughs> oh, screen yeah. TV in your living room. Never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I have somebody yeah, saying that they've that, never had one crash with Microsoft Flight Simulator on a Series X. You use a whole test and a mouse oh. have the same functionality on your PC. So, wow. Wow. So it's definitely that a mix. It's about cost. Definitely a mix on that. And again, you know, think about it like this. If you don't have anything, right? And we, we're obviously looking at this from a perspective. Uh, we have a PC. We have a running, working simulator. Two, we have X-Plane and Microsoft Flight Sim. So if Microsoft doesn't work for us one day, we have an option. We have a plan B. We can rock X-Plane. A lot of people have a plan B for P3D, right? But some people out there don't have anything or didn't have anything. They bought an Xbox specifically to play a Microsoft Flight Simulator, and that is their only sim. That is their only, their, not only their only sim, but the cheapest way they can get into flight simming as well. Because if you right. want to get the same quality, we talked about this before in past episodes, when you get the same quality, you're going to have to pay a lot more money to get Microsoft Flight Simulator to the scale that you want it. 
That's true. A fraction off the price. I mean, I know. I mean, I just bought a PC and <laughs> I could have gotten four Xboxes with that. <laughs> Seriously. You know, oh I, I definitely could have gotten four Xboxes with it. When so, you say it like that, it, Jesus. It, it is got, true, man. And all you bought was a graphics yeah. card. <laughs> they all have, exactly. That's my point, basically. You know what I mean? I, I could have gotten that with it. So, wow. you know, hey. It, it is it is what it is, but the fact that we are here one year later talking about Microsoft Flight Sim and it's stirring up passions mean that we know that this is a simulator for the future. Now, we haven't mentioned any other simulator in this discussion. We didn't want to. We have so much to go over when that comes out. We're not, I'm not even going to even go there and do any comparison because I still have fights in my chat about that to this day. Everybody's got their preferences, you know what I mean? I'm going to leave it as what it is. But my last couple of experiences, minus the crashes at the end, man, I got to tell you that I was in sim heaven. I literally was in sim heaven, you know, for the first time with Microsoft Flight Sim. And I'm just hoping that they can somehow help or push along or get these um, high fidelity payware airplanes out for us to fly, you know. You know what? I I feel for you, bro. I feel Mm -hmm. for you. I feel for you. I feel for you and a lot of other people who are just like you. And when I say that, I mean people who are basically strictly airliner, right? Because right. for people who are strictly airliner, like you don't enjoy anything else. I'm not saying you're against it. I'm just saying you just you you don't get that same satisfaction of flying right. 450 knots at 35,000 feet, right? Um, for people like that, like Microsoft can definitely be a letdown or get stale very fast because on Microsoft Flight Simulator, you're only flying the fly-by-wire in various liveries. Uh, if you're in the U.S., at limited amount of airports, right? Um, and then obviously we have the 787 Heavy Mod. We have the Salty Mod, which are definitely great additions, and they're working pretty good. I don't know how they're working now after this latest update, but I know I've had a lot of fun with those. But for people like that, I definitely I feel your pain, and I understand why you find yourself going back to your old sim, going back to X, X Planet P3D. For somebody like me, though, uh, and you mentioned Flight Sim Heaven, I feel like I'm in it now. Even though it's not to all my expectations, I don't believe that any flight sim is ever going to be perfect. You know, we love X-Plane, right? And it's definitely not perfect because if X-Plane was perfect, we wouldn't be playing Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? And we would not have been looking forward to it coming out and and fixing all the problems. You know, Vulcan didn't make uh, X-Plane perfect back when they were promoting Mm -hmm. that. X-Plane 12 is not going to be perfect either. It's going to be, you know, some of the same growing pains. Um, But right now, I think it's important to kind of appreciate what you have now. Find out what you enjoy in a flight sim, right? Like if what you enjoy in a flight sim is on X-Plane, then fly X-Plane. Buy all the planes, buy all the scenery on X-Plane and get your sim, whatever platform that may be on, to a point where you feel happy and satisfied with getting from A to B or whatever type of flying you're into. Um, For me, I like both uh, GA and airliners. So I tend to, to not get stale because I find myself bouncing between not only different aircraft but different types of aircraft from all sizes all shapes fast slow whatever sometimes i'm in a mood to do some bush flying at literally 30 knots <laughs> that's hella slow <laughs> like boats go that fast um but 
So, um, you know, I get in the mood to do that, and I love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy doing bush fights or using Neo Fly. We haven't talked about that. One of the greatest third-party career mode add-ons been created since Microsoft came out. Um, so being able to use that and, and do firefighting, uh, deliver passengers. You know, we didn't talk about helicopters either. Uh, helicopters is something we still have not gotten support for. In Microsoft, and they're talking about it's not going to happen until 2022, and yet we got amazing people in our community who have found a way to make multiple helicopters work in the sim. Uh, but yeah, as a person like me who loves all different types of aviation, helicopters, GA, uh, uh, high wing, low wing, rotor wing, uh, and airliners as well, I find myself well-rounded and enjoying all the content available right now. But obviously I still yearn for more. I still want more. I still want to be able to fly that 737 realistically on Microsoft Flight, flight Simulator, the 777. Yeah. But, it, but I know I'm not going to get that right now, right? We're waiting, we're getting impatient. But if I want to fly a Zeebo seven or a 737, quality 737, I go back to X-Plane. Because like I said, my X-Plane right now is at a point where I enjoy it. I like it. I might have to turn my settings down a little bit, but it's okay. I have it to a point where I enjoy flying the planes that I have. So I am very picky when it comes to buying new ones because I already have a setup that I enjoy. And on Microsoft, I have a decent setup that I enjoy as well. I got scenery. I know the planes that I can fly that, I, that I'm going to enjoy. I know the planes to not fly because they're going to break. You know what I mean? <laughs> the 747. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's kind of like, you know, I guess to kind of wrap up that thought that I had was just to kind of fly what you enjoy. Um, and if Microsoft doesn't have the IFR capability you want, go to your other sim. We got the choices. You're absolutely right, man. We we do have that choice. He says, you know, yesterday I drew for the classic 733 in X-Plane. Had a wonderful time, man. It was like beautiful. Yeah. You know, the only, the only thing, the weather was reloading on me like crazy. But other than oh. that, man, it was like a, a perfect flight start to finish. So I love that. But tomorrow I did update to Sim, Sim Update 6. Mm. I have been doing some final approach testing on it. I probably had two crashes out of 10, removed some stuff out of my community folder. So tomorrow I am going to be flying that 787 in Microsoft. Sweet. I'm going to be flying that tomorrow. And so I got my fingers crossed. I have my route already set. I'm going to do Atlanta to, to Miami. So I've done some 10-mile approaches into Miami. I haven't had a crash yet. So nice. fingers crossed, man, because <laughs> the smoothness of it now, the smoothest of the sim itself, the look, the feel, the, the no weather reload um, just gets me every time. You know what I mean? It's just beautiful. So I'm hoping to complete my first flight with this new rig that I have tomorrow on it and give it a shot. So I got to say, yeah, I mean, all in all, one year later, it is headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Painfully slow for me, but that's just me. I'm impatient. Yeah, XP don't I like what I want. Slow and Microsoft been updating. <laughs> low is slow. It's slow, exactly. <laughs> so the one year for me for Microsoft Flight Sim, it's coming along. And I think what has helped me is that I, I did temper my expectations from the first cinematics that I saw. I, I've yet to seen those birds, by the Bro, way. Bro, remember that- the conversation we had? Me, yep. you, HD. Uh, now known as Phoenix J Aviation, <laughs> um, right. Geo. We talked before release, and I was like, "Guys, you guys like, are you guys like ganged up on me?" Because I, I think of the group, I was one of the only. It was me and one other guy were the only ones who right. were like in Alpha. I can say this now because I'm not under a freaking embargo. Um, <laughs> but uh, back then, we were the only ones who had access to the Alpha or the Beta. Actually, I had both. Uh, and you were like, "All right, tell us the truth. Is it good? 
Like, I remember you guys gang- ganged up on me on this group phone call. This is before the Blue Experience. And I was like, so what do you, what's, like, what's your honest thoughts? And I was like, all right. I was like, what did I say? I said, mind your expectations. <laughs> you did. Yes, that you was did. the main you thing I said, that. mind your expectations, because it's a great sim, but that depends on how high your expectations are. Yep. You did say that. And you even still today, I believe the same thing. If you're thinking about getting into Microsoft, maybe you've been kind of watching the scene, hanging out on FSX. <laughs> you're hanging out on P3D, hanging out on X-Plane. You're like, you know what? I don't think it's ready. I don't think it's ready. Uh, well, if you do decide to get into it, just mind your expectations because what you see in people's live streams, what you see in the trailers may not be what you're expecting, right? Um, so, and I still, even to this day, still believe that Microsoft Flight Simulator is in beta. Hmm. I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but it is in beta for a game that's been sold on multiple platforms and you're actually doing add-ons to it already. It's still in beta. It feels like a beta. You know what I mean? So, um, would we think any we're differently? Just gonna have to bear with it. Would we think mm-hmm. any differently if Microsoft came out and released the product we're playing now as an early access, public early access game? You know, it's very popular, like on Steam, for example, for a game to come out and put early access on it, right? Part of it's marketing, part of it's to try to raise more funds to continue to develop the game. Um, but it's basically to a point where, like, hey, well, people can enjoy this version, but there's a lot more that I want to do to it. So, like, what if Microsoft would have been like, hey, you know, it's 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 good, it, it, it works, but it's not what the community is expecting, which they wouldn't know that because they didn't know that. Uh, but let's release it as Microsoft Flight Simulator Early Access until 2022. Would we look at yeah. it any differently than we look at it now? Uh, I would, because it's early access. Like, yeah, once you put that label on it, it is early access. Uh, you know, I would still go get it. I would still spend my money. I would still buy it. But at least I know, you know what? This is something that they're flushing out. They're ironing it out. So I'll cut them some slack on there. The thing but about early access a... is that mm-hmm. when you come out with that 1.0 version, that release version, there needs to be a dramatic, like, change or, 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 you know, it has to get better dramatically. Kind of like, again, like, I feel like Sim Update 5 was similar to coming out of early access because of how good the performance was. It, it really made things a lot better in a lot of areas of the game. Um, it, it was bumpy still. That update was bumpy. It broke a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it just felt like as far as all the updates we've gotten is the most significant update we got was Sim Update 5. Right. Yep, it was. It actually changed the, 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 the stutters went away and you were able to enjoy the game more, at least on my, my end of it, you know, because, you know, with my uh, graphics card at the time, it's like, yeah, I could see this. This is nice, man. So, you know, um, it would have, but I guess, you know, I don't know how uh, this is the first game I've had where it's, it's, um, it's released and a year later, we're still fighting bugs and updates. I'm used to just having a game on a on a disc and a CD or whatever, and download, it and it's good, and that's mm-hmm. it. You get it. But I guess I guess a world simulator is that much more complicated to where you just can't have everything you want all at once. Perhaps yeah. I have you know I mean? one more question <clears throat> on another angle of this Microsoft. One year later, what do you think about Microsoft Flight Simulator as a streamer? 
one year later. Ah, <laughs> good question. Ha, ha. Um, I had a streak there where it was just doing its thing, and I I literally ran Microsoft for like a whole week, no explain, right? Just Microsoft. Now, what got to me after a while, it was basically the same plane. Mm-hmm. It was the A320 mod. You know, and as good as it is for a freeware mod, I was like, I need something else. I need variety. Yeah. Right. So that's take number one. It just doesn't have the variety to hold me more than four four streams back to back to back. The variety uh, airliner wise. Airliner wise, right. And that's just from my perspective. Right. I know two tone Murphy uh has his uh GA streams and he's got a whole bunch of guys flying with him. Yep, yep. And they can do so many different destinations, so many different airplanes to choose from, and it's great for him. So and he's a streamer. And that works, and that's awesome. You know what I mean? But for me, the variety isn't there. Um, I used to be a little bit iffy about the, the 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 stability of it. There's also a period there where the stability was completely fine. No, had any issues at all. I can complete a flight from A to B. You know, I think this was after Sim Update Five came out. It was mm. it was just smooth sailing. Uh, but then I did a whole reinstall, and all of a sudden. The stability is not there for me anymore, which I just got to check a whole bunch of stuff and see. So, it, it, as a, as a streamer, it 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 it's fifty fifty. You know, you, you go back to the you know you go back to that that old pair of what um, jeans or something that it's broken in already. You know, the knees worn out, whatever. It doesn't look as crisp and new, but you know it's comfortable, right? With Microsoft, it's the new shoes you get that you kind of have to break it in a little bit for it to like get comfortable in. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. still not there yet. So I wish I would look honestly, honestly, I probably would be playing Microsoft Flight Simulator more if I had maybe two or three planes that I can just trust and jump in. Yeah. I probably would be because it's so visually stunning. It's so beautiful. You know, you know what I mean? What's so, crazy is that in the last year, like. You know, when when not fl- when not flying Microsoft Flight Simulator, I have literally mainly majority only flown two planes on X plane, and that is Zebo seven eight seven three seven and like the Tolis nineteen or twenty one. Like it's like the two planes. So think about like if you had a, a Boeing on Microsoft Flight Simulator to be that other alternate then maybe you could spend more time on the platform because you have at least one more plane that you know you can fly, you know, over and over and yep. over and over, um, especially if it's a good quality. So I agree. And another kind of thing to continue that question for the angle of Microsoft Flight Simulator as a streamer, what about the community uh, and even the numbers? Like, I mean, it was crazy, right, when it first came out. Like, how was that comparing to today? Mm. Um, Just... Say that question. Repeat that question one more time. Basically, numbers-wise, how is streaming Microsoft Flight Simulator today versus when it came out? Oh, I mean, it absolutely makes a huge difference. When Microsoft came out, the numbers, like, doubled and tripled. Like, you know, you have to admit that as a streamer. It brought so much more people to the community. It brought so much more people watching live streams and want to be a part of it. But a funny thing happened, though. You want to hear the funny thing? Oh, yeah. 
there was a period when we streamed Microsoft Flight Sim so much and we had the audience so much, we were afraid to go back to X-Plane <laughs> because we were afraid that the audience is going to go back to like two, you know? Yeah. But everybody stuck around yeah. and everybody was interested in seeing, hey, man, what plane is that? Where can I get that? Is that Microsoft? It's not. Okay, what is it? What is X-Plane? What is, you know, whatever. And they stuck around because yeah. now these are true aviation people. They yeah. kind of overlook what sim you're flying and just looked at the, at, at, at the plane you're flying and see if this plane was interesting or not. Yeah. So that's what happened. The numbers yeah. went up, but people stayed because it was flying, period. Yeah, it was I think, flying in general. I think that, so, yeah. and I'm not taking this on me or even on you, but I think flight simmers, people who are streaming flight sim and not just Microsoft flight sim, I think that we converted the new people into flight simmers. And not just Microsoft right. Flight Simulator fans, right? Because a lot of people first jumped on because they were curious to see, all right, what is this this thing that Microsoft and Xbox are promoting? What is this thing, right? Uh, and then, like you said, you know, when there came a point where you're like streaming Microsoft so much, you're like, well, I'm trying to ride this wave, right? Because it's a trend, right? And you know, you want to take advantage of that trend as a content creator. But at what point can you switch to the old? The old dog, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The old system, put the old jeans back on, and, and are people going to still support you over there? And the cool thing was, honestly, at first, it was a little bit of fall off there, but at, but at the same time, the people who really were into flight swimming, and not only into flight swimming, but also into you, right? Into me, into us, into the person, were like, yo, like, I like this person, I like this i don't care what sim you're flying on you can hop on p3d and i would watch you know what i'm saying like that's the kind of people you want following your channel and i know we're kind of getting onto like a streamer thing but like we're streamers and i got to talk about this side of it as well um but kind of to answer the questions well i agree back when microsoft flight Simulator came out there's a massive just global trend it didn't matter how big or small your channel was you were getting affected by the fact that so many more people were interested in this hobby and, uh, and so we all saw whether whether you're doing live streams or you're putting out videos, you saw a big wave. In it. And then after the hype died down, it obviously dropped down. But some people were obviously able to stay a bit higher than others, stuff like that. But, you know, just how any trend goes, similar thing happened when Xbox dropped. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't as big as a wave as when it first came out. But it was kind of like, you know, it was pretty high there, too. So it's very interesting watching those trends uh, and waves and seeing how that happens uh, for, you know, streamer and, and Internet and stuff like that. It's really interesting to watch. So I definitely felt it as well. Um, and I ended up, I think one of the things, the reasons why I went back to X-Plane was because I just got fed up. Like, there came a point where Microsoft, was, I don't know what update it was. <laughs> it was probably every update. It was just, there was just so many times, I'm like, man, I, I remember doing a long haul, I think. I think I was probably yeah, my... I watched it. <laughs> it and is... your frames kept dropping and dropping and dropping yes. and dropping until it just paused on you, and that was it. Yeah, so, so it, it just came know. down to the fact that it just it became so unstable and unpredictable that I just, I couldn't take it. So, you know, I'm going back to X-Plane. And, and I yep. wasn't like I was permanently going back, but I was like, I'm going to mix in a lot more X-Plane than I was before. People are still going to enjoy the flight simming. And the crazy thing, too, as well, was the fact that not only, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that I did this. I'm saying that the community did this. All the streamers started to go back to x -Plan. I remember somebody asking me, I was either in a comment or something one day, like, hey, so why are all the streamers going back to x -Plane? <laughs> I was like. Well, well, this will tie it over. Uh, there's a comment in chat. Doctor on board made a very interesting comment, and I actually want to read it. Go ahead. Uh, he goes, if you talk about variety in Microsoft Flight Sim, 
you said uh, Microsoft Flight Sim now has the 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 seven eight seven heavy division mod, the CRJ, the Salty seven four seven, the A three thirty, the DC six, and soon PMDG. Doctor on board. That's a very interesting comment, and I let me pick it up and say this. This it brings this question: when you have a good working seven four seven in another simulator. Would do you prefer to provide a half working one in Microsoft Flight Sim or go back to the one that's fully working? Um, same thing with the 78, same thing with the A330. If you have already good working A330, or let's say you have the PMDG 737 in, um, in um, P3D, for instance, but Microsoft Flight Sim has one that's barely working. Do you prefer to fly the one in Microsoft that's barely working because it's prettier in that sim? Or do you prefer the one that's fully functional? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like when you have a choice between planes and there's one that's already working in another sim and you have the new sim that looks better, but the plane is half working, I do find myself kind of cringing at the new sim for some reason. Mm. You understand? Like I love the 787 um, um, heavy division mod because it made the default plane functional. But when I go into overhead and I click... Um, ground power and all the ground power lights up and it's three three separate switches it's like okay it reminds me that we're not there yet you know what i mean yeah when i go to the the air conditioning panel and all those switches already selected and i can't click them it so you're kind of taking away my immersion yeah, from what say, i'm looking for it's an immersion you know I mean? breaker right so that's the reason why i say uh, microsoft only has one decent plane to fly well actually two CRJ and A320 mod. You understand? Those are like really good. It's because the other planes that they have, there's a better version of it in a different sim. Yeah. And that's when you overlook how, how good looking the sim is for something that's more functional then. You know what I mean? That's until, the only thing I would, I would comment on that. Until you get in the air and you're cruising and all you can do is look at that bird. <laughs> Man, when I flew that True, A330neo, that thing ain't worth the crap. Right. But when I got to cruise, right. I was just like in awe. I, I was just, <laughs> it was just so good. I was like, as long as this plane will stay on the autopilot and I ain't got to touch you, I could just look at you, I'm having a good time. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's whenever, you know, and again, it kind of comes because we have this, this, this history from another sim, right? And we got to remember there's some people out there who don't have a history with another sim, like, they don't yeah. know that the air conditioning panel is something you should have to click on, right? Uh, they don't know that the pack shouldn't always be on when you start an engine. You know, it's like stuff like that. That again, I, I try to put myself in their shoes and think like, what if I didn't have the planes and the knowledge that I had before? Would this be immersion breaking? Would I be just happy to turn the land lights on or the seatbelt signs on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but, right. but yeah, so I agree. I think there's just different levels of flight simming and simmers. Yeah. Uh, and what they want but i agree with you i'm in the same boat with you is like whenever i look up to the top panel that 747 or 787 and i can't click all the buttons i'm like man or when it takes five seconds to start a 747 uh, it ain't it ain't there <laughs> it is not a vibe man uh but I um <laughs> <laughs> i know look but i'll tell you though one thing that i love with microsoft flight sim bro and once i got used to it the drone cam and mm. once i bought an xbox controller I find myself searching for a drone cam in other sims and it just doesn't work, man. The drone cam in Microsoft Flight Sim is one of the best things for cinematic, my friend. And you, you know that. You know, I, I hated I it. I saw you do it first. I hated it when I first 
back in alpha i really? hated that camera that was my first complaint about microsoft flight simulator was a camera because all i wanted was a camera that worked just like x-plane and x camera that's what i wanted because that's what i was used to and then i found like this forum post that said hey use a, a play, play a, a controller for your drone camera and had all the mappings like listed i said all right let me right. copy this to my notes so i had a playstation controller at the time so i manually mapped all the buttons to my playstation controller and which took forever it was not fun but it was definitely worth it um because after that day i was able to get those beautiful cinematic shots you see in the trailers and it was a game changer later on as you can see i got an xbox controller so a lot of these things are already um mapped by default so i don't have to actually do anything extra to it um but yeah it's now that drone camera once you know how to use it it is it is the whole game well <laughs> is it only streamers who use a drone cam or like everybody who just regularly flies use it when you're outside know. a plane that's a good question yeah i really don't yeah. know is it is it only us for cinematic shots or does it what do you guys do in a, do you guys use the drone cam at all yeah. uh, in microsoft flights and when you guys play in chat let me know let me see if you guys use a drone cam at all i'm curious now because for us, you know, an opening shot or a fly-by shot or whatever shot you want, the drone cam is just legit, man. Yeah, you know, if, I wish the explainer would implement that. If I it didn't have a drone camera, like if my if my drone camera for some reason doesn't work, I'm not I'm not using I'm not using the camera at all. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the cockpit the whole time. I'm not gonna use it. Um. So yeah, I, wow. I like it a lot. Wow. What are they saying? Yeah, and, they use it. And they well, they use a drone cam. They use it a lot. Wow. All loving, admiring our birds. Yeah, there you go. Microsoft brought it, brought me in, and I found explain after. Okay, cool. You can use nice, John. The, the drone camera without an egg, like a controller. You can use the numpad and stuff. He's got to learn. Yeah, I've been, I the used buttons. to do that, and it, it's a pain. It's a huge difference. Everybody uses drone cam, man. It's nice. good. Sometimes I go outside just to see, you know. Except you can't control the plane when you're in drone cam view. You can. That's the only thing. Yeah, you can. You can. Pro tip: How? Press the C key. Really? Yes. If you press C ah. while in the drone camera, you can actually use the plane as normal. But you got to make sure you press it again, or you'll always be using it. So. Uh. Okay. Yeah, so basically, you. You, C is a toggle you. switch. So like while you're in the drone camera, you can be like set up on a view or whatever. And when you press C, you can actually like you know roll left or hit autopilot, drop the gear, whatever it is you want to do. Hit C again, and you go back into drone controls. Huh. Interesting. All right. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. And Let's turn into. Uh -huh. Go ahead. <laughs> one more. Go ahead. This is the one I don't talk about much, but I think it's really cool. Like, you know how we really miss out on those flyby views on Microsoft Flight right. Simulator, which I wish there was one by default. What you can do is actually, while in the drone camera, press tab. Yeah. Press tab, and it will actually unlink the drone camera from the plane, and you can kind of make an artificial drone, uh, flyby or drive-by camera. But make sure huh. you hit tab again, or your plane will be lost forever. <laughs> let's let's turn this into a learning session now because <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> my 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 um, my reverse doesn't work anymore in the um the seven eight seven. Really, I had a switch for reverses. Doesn't work anymore. It oh. doesn't toggle reverse. Doesn't hold reverse. Both don't work. And I was like, what the heck happened? Is it the update? Is it the mod? You know. So I anyway, somebody said we, we yeah. Somebody said we need a chase plane for Microsoft Flight Sim. But also, we, we haven't talked about the big thing, man. They drop replay in developer mode. There's a replay in well, developer Is there mode one now. now, or is it going to be? Yes. One? No, there's one now in developer like, mode. Right I now. could be wrong. Like, if I, I load up Sim Update you know 6, 
All right. I got to I got to double double read this to make sure. Uh, I thought that was coming out replay. with the next gold edition update. Oh, I see. November. Okay. So I might have, I might have missed it. I might have I don't know. I'm that's that what I thought much. I read. In my excitement, you know, for getting a replay mode because <laughs> that would be awesome, man. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah so replay mode I think is coming in November in developer mode. No idea how right. how that's going to work, so we will have but, to see. Yep. But guys, that's it. That's that's um. Any did I? Did we miss anything, Blue? By the I way, I don't think so. I think we've covered it all. Uh, a year from now, what are we going to be talking about? All the glorious add-ons that we have from Microsoft and Payware so. Airplanes. Is that what we're going to so. be talking about? I hope mm. within a year from now. I mean, yeah, you know me. I'm a dream big. I want everything that's been promised. Right. I want the promised land a year from you now. You want the promised land. I want the promised land. I want my, my PMDG 737. I want my, right. I do believe, let's see if I can call it, the secret hmm. 737 project that might exist yeah. somewhere out there. Again, I don't actually know. I'm just <laughs> saying that I feel like there's so much hype around the PMDG 737, and they've taken so long that there could be someone else that's like, hey, well, I'll make one too. Right. For free. Exactly. I don't know. For I'm devil. just... <laughs> I'm just the, you know, yeah, exactly, high exactly. Hopes, but yes, I'm exactly. hoping for the promise. I've land. seen some shots of a 737 that's supposed to be coming out freeware, but you know, I can't say any more than that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but it is good, man, absolutely good. But guys, re again, it's a year later and we're still talking about it. that. Means that it's got our attention and we're here and we're here to stay. I mean, I didn't update my computer for explain, I updated my computer for my soft flight sim, <laughs> so <laughs> I am looking forward to flying this thing. Even night flying, man, just, yeah, oh, oh, boy. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. You can go there, but anyway, but yeah, um, that that's, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us for this, man. Blue, what are you doing tomorrow? Anything for the weekend? What's uh, coming up for you? I don't even know, bro. I was supposed to stream today, and uh, right. X-Plane gave me the runaround, so that didn't happen. I really wanted to, too, because it was my day off from the airport. Tomorrow, I am working at the airport, so I don't right. know if I'll get a chance to actually stream. Uh, I might be able to sneak... A bonus weekend we'll see i doubt it but i hope i do so if not i'll be back next week but um but yeah that's what i got going on it's really unknown of what's happening in 24 hours wow <laughs> yeah tomorrow for me as i said i'm gonna do atlanta to miami atlanta miami 787 american airlines we're gonna make microsoft work for us we're gonna love it did a couple of approaches seem to be working now we'll see what happened saturday i have an event microsoft flight sim again in europe uh, in Munich, there's a Munich event going on, so it's gonna be an early stream for all you European guys, and uh, we're gonna—that's gonna, that's gonna complete the week for us, man. Man, and Munich has a lot of events. Monday. Yes, they do. They have one like every so, Wednesday. Absolutely, and uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about sounds because Berta was saying sounds for him. Sounds is the main thing, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Remember that promised sounds that we got from Microsoft saying they, they used how much recordings and all that stuff? What happened to that, man? You know, I do remember that. I remember, like, <laughs> watching those whole sound recording video about how they did the TV. I mean, honestly, the planes that they did sounds for right. in that video do actually sound good. Like, I, I do believe the TBM sounds pretty good. Um, nice. And a few of those planes that they made, like the Cessna, sounds great, I think, personally. In my opinion, I think the default Cessna 172 and 152 sound amazing. Uh, and some of the other GA planes sound good, but when it came to the airliners, the 787 didn't sound horrible. The 747 sounds pretty bad, uh, and the 320 much to be you know desired. Uh, obviously, the Flamboyant mod is probably the best. It is the best sounding. Yes, 
83 yes, point it is. ever made in a yes, it is. Uh, ever. I think I think I even heard somebody else, another streamer, mention that too, because I now personally work around uh, A320 Neo specifically, and that thing sounds exactly like it when you do the engine start. And uh, I complimented the developer. I was like, man, I don't know how you recorded this, but you definitely captured the essence of what a uh, A320 Neo sounds like. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Wow, it does sound good. I love that that howling engine sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how they did that. You know, one thing stuff, that, that is actually missing though, and I noticed it recently working at the airport is when the engine starts. I don't know if this happens on the Neo. I gotta listen again tomorrow. But in the CEO version of the engine, I'm not sure if it's the IAE or the CFM. I don't know. But right when it ignites, there's a like it's hmm, kind of, you can it's, actually hear it you can actually hear really? the igniter go boom and then it goes it's oh i just noticed really? it last week and i was like wow i've actually never noticed it's it. like me at work playing with a gas thing and a light and a lighter yes yes <laughs> it's, you literally oh, wow. hear it ignite okay. and if you're close enough to that engine you hear it it's you can't hear you won't hear it from the cabin you only right hear it outside. but uh, on the outside gotcha Anyway, don't go too much. Neck. I've talked about sound for hours, man. Well, I know, man. <laughs> you got the best job in the world, brother. Oh, I love awesome, it. Awesome, man. I love it. Definitely. Check out the Instagram story if you want to see more of my rap life adventures. <laughs> exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to keep you guys any longer. Thank you so much for hanging out with Blue NXP on the Blue Experience. We are actually so happy to bring you guys this stuff every Thursday. We have we we have some lineup coming up of some guests coming up that oh, yeah. you guys are gonna want to hear from. And um we just can't wait for them to come, you know. But it it's it's believe me, but we're, we're behind the scenes we're working on some stuff for you can guys, I, man. I, thank I, you so much for hanging out. Can I say yeah, two more ahead, things about the three twenty? Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just two more things that I noticed. <laughs> It also on the Ember, I wish I would have knew this when I, we talked to, what's his name, X-Craft a few weeks ago. Right. Um, but I noticed in the 320, on the gear, and only people who work around the real plane, probably pilots will even know this, on the gear, on the actual nose gear, there's a light that comes on, an orange light that comes on when the parking brake is on. Really? And it turns so you off. you can signal to the ground crew so they don't break Yeah, the so it kind of like, so the people on the ground know if that parking brake is set based on if that light is on or not. And the same thing oh, happens wow. in the Embraer E-175, I think. It's a different color light, but similar. I noticed it the other day. And the last thing is on on the 320, not the Neo. I don't remember if it's the IAE to CFM. I don't really know the difference yet. Um, but when the engine spools down, particularly the left engine, engine number one, you actually hear like this scratching sound in the engine. And it's not just one plane. I've heard it on multiple planes. It kind of sounds like it's like a... It almost sounds like the blades are scratching. Scraping sound. As they're just... Yeah, because those blades stretch. Yeah. You know, they control the heat and, and different things like that. That's probably what you're hearing. So it, like, while it's like just kind of like spinning, like when it's done, when huh. it's just spinning, the engine's off. It's just spinning. You kind of hear, like, I only hear it on the left engine. So again, this, if you're developing a 320, please take that feedback. Because <laughs> I think that would be such, with a microphone. such a yep. cool, tiny little detail um, to catch. But anyways, I'm a leave it at that that's for a stream conversation man. but um yeah man Geek thank you guys like 30 seconds there <laughs> i know <laughs> nice thank you guys for coming through and watching the blue experience oh man uh, awesome guys awesome. Talking microsoft flight simulator uh again like he said we have lots of guests lined up as well and if uh, you're interested in being on the show or whatever or supporting in any way we're always open-minded to that stuff but um anything else before we leave xp no that's it um what was your famous words again uh, there's three choices. You could go ahead and finish the rest. No, of I it. want you to say it. 
<laughs> Do you I remember think it? I should know it by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give up, give in, or give it all you got. There, there you it go. Is. Got it. There it is. <laughs> Peace, love, and God bless you. We will see you guys next time. Next video. Run the track. <laughs> Run the track. There you go. Awesome. There man. it is. Okay, one guy.